All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. 26 days till the all-important midterm elections. What are they doing in Washington? Yet another January 6th hearing. Let me, I'll tell you why I'm not paying attention to this today. To do this 26 days outside of an election is just pure politics. And especially the same people uh, were either silent or in approval of or lying about the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. And by the way, some of these people on this this sanctimonious committee, yeah, they didn't want to certify Donald Trump as president and didn't. Uh, And some didn't want George Bush to be president or certify it either. Amazing the hypocrisy uh, and how one sided this has been. But you know what? Such is Washington. I'm not focusing on it because we got an election in 26 days and this is the biggest tipping point election in our lifetime. There's no other way to put it. We have new details about Joe Biden, his trip to Saudi Arabia, his latest attempt to beg Saudi Arabia to increase the output of oil. Not only was Joe told no by OPEC, but at least a dozen times before he even went to the pariah nation, his words, uh, to meet with MBS, uh, the guy that he said was the murderer of uh, journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Now we're finding out the Saudis are saying that Joe Biden uh, requested that the oil production announcements and cut come after the midterm elections. Imagine if Donald Trump did this. So is, is Joe Biden trying to collude with a foreign country, by the way, with connections to Russia? Because remember, OPEC, Saudi Arabia and Vladimir Putin and Russia, they're all aligned together. They made the decision together. Yes, Vladimir was a part of it to not only not listen to Joe Biden and increase uh, production of oil, but to decrease it by two million barrels a day. Now, the Biden administration, we now have learned, urged Saudi Arabia to delay cutting oil production by one month. Why did they why did they want a one month delay? Because the midterm elections uh, were coming and they knew it would be damaging. So Joe Biden tried to collude with Saudi Arabia to prevent the truth from coming out, which was not only did they reject him and stick their middle finger right up his face and right in his face, uh, but then then try and say, well, can you please just please, pretty please announce it after the election so it doesn't impact uh, my uh, my party's chances of, of of maintaining control in the House and the Senate. And the government of the kingdom clarified this through. It's it's consultation with the U.S. administration and that all the economic analysis indicates that postponing the OPEC decision by a month, according to what has been suggested, would have had negative economic consequences. A statement coming directly from the Saudis, as reported in The Guardian, the Biden administration responded to the decision with outrage. So they knew already they already knew that Joe failed in his mission to kiss the ass in the ring of MBS and, and the trip to Saudi Arabia was a waste of time. He knew. So the next best thing he could do is say, okay, can you, can you announce the fact that you're going to decrease production after the election? Can you wait a month? Now, to the credit of the Saudis, uh, they didn't do it. They just, and now they're telling the truth. And now all of a sudden the Biden administration is saying they've got to reassess their relationship with the Saudis. By the way, under Donald Trump, the Saudis 
the Emirates, Jordan, Egypt, Israel had incredible, the, the most incredible relationship that I didn't think was possible ever in my lifetime. But but it was all aligned in as in hegemony against uh, Iranian hegemony and aligned against the possibility of a nuclear-armed uh, Iran and the mullahs of Iran, coupled with their sick, twisted, corrupt ideology. Anyway, Karine Jean-Pierre went so far as to accuse the Saudis of siding with Russia. Uh, they're not hiding it. How stupid are these people? They are openly aligned with them, just like Russia is aligned with Iran, just like Russia and Iran are aligned with China. And yes, now they're aligned with OPEC and Saudi Arabia. Why? Because the U.S. is so stupid, we have artificially reduced the world's supply of energy, abandoned energy independence. It has now compromised our national security in major ways, not the least of which is cutting our petroleum reserves in half because Joe wanted to temporarily increase supply to lower cost to make it appear like it was like gas prices were going down. Well, they cut, they used up half the petroleum reserves, so now we're stuck. They can't release anymore. Anyway, so in addition to the potential political fallout in the U.S., many European countries, they now, there was an article yesterday, they now are facing uh, a cold winter with no heat. And one guy says, well, we'll just put on two sweaters. I'm like, we don't need to sacrifice. We've advanced as as an industrialized country to the point where we could actually uh, afford to heat our homes, but you need the fuel to do so. And you don't have the uh, renewables, and we haven't made the transition because the technology is not available. Anyway, um, so they're now attacking Saudi Arabia. All Saudi Arabia did is tell the truth, that they were asked to delay their announcement that they're going to cut oil production and deny Biden the increase he was asking for, and they did it on purpose to influence the election. Now, I'm, I, I wonder sometimes if I'm making a mistake. What do you mean, Hannity? What do you mean making a mistake? You're going to admit to a mistake? Yeah, I'll admit, I'll admit to a mistake. Linda, you, oh, all of a sudden you perked up. You want to hear what the mistake oh, is. Oh, I is that can't right? wait. I'm waiting with bated breath. No, I wonder, I mean, am I making a mistake telling people how bad the economy is? I mean, should I do I th- happy I think, talk? I think people are definitely aware. Okay, they're aware, but it's, remember, inflation was transitory. Transitory, my ass. This is now impacting 70% of Americans can barely make ends meet. We have a large percentage of our population, especially the poor and the middle class and people on fixed income. And uh, also we learned this week it's disproportionately impacting negatively the Hispanic American community, the African American community. Why? I don't know. Why do they break these things down demographically? I don't know, but that's what pollsters do. So the, uh, I, I don't want to give bad news. I'd rather give good news. I'd rather say, you know what? Everything's great. The economy's doing great. Gas prices are below when Trump was president. We have the lowest inflation we've had in uh, 45 years. I can't say it because it's a lie. Their policies on the economy and energy are destroying our economy, compromising our national security. All of this is preventable if they weren't so married to their climate cultism, climate alarmist cultism. 
Labor Department, we got the new inflation numbers today. Labor Department came out, and lo and behold, what a shock. Uh, they said that the CPI, Consumer Price Index, hang on, I've got to write my sister back. She just wrote me. Sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm doing a radio show on air. I guess it's amazing. I've been doing this since 1987. My, my own sisters don't know when I'm on the air. Anyway, the, I love my sisters. Don't get me wrong. Uh, anyway, so Consumer Price Index, the broad measure of price for everyday goods, including gas, grocery, rent, it went up again in September. You know, prices climbed 8.2% on an annual basis. It went up another 0.4% in September from the previous month. These figures were both higher than the 8.1% headline figure and the 0.2% monthly increase that were forecast by economists. And which means, guess what? We now have mortgage rates at what? It's, we're nearly at 7% for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. You know, under Donald Trump, when he left office, you were paying 2.7% interest. Now it's 7%. That's thousands of dollars a month if you get a $500,000 home. And now what's going to happen? It's, it's a ripple effect. You pay more to fill up your gas tank. We're paying twice as much as under Trump. Even, and it's going to get worse. We're going back to five, six, seven, eight dollars a gallon, depending on what part of the country you're in. And unemployment now is going to take a big hit because that has to happen for inflation to get in under any control whatsoever. But anyway, this this figure in every measure, ask yourself for 26 days from now, are you better off? Are you better off as an American citizen? Is your is your economic situation better? Do you like paying double the price you were paying for a gallon of gasoline? Do you like we have a record number of illegal immigrants even surpassing last year's record already with over 2 million illegal immigrants, no background checks, uh, preferential treatment, no COVID vaccine mandate, no COVID tests, uh, free Biden phones and transportation in the dark at night dumped off in, in whatever state they feel like dumping them off in. And you're paying for the food, water, shelter, health care, uh, education of all of Joe's illegal immigrants he's letting in. And God forbid, with no background check, do we know anything about them? No. I mean, stocks tanking. I don't know. What's the latest on the stock market today? The Dow was down more than 500 points the last time I looked. NASDAQ, uh, the S&P tumbled a full 2.1%. NASDAQ down 2.8%. I mean, it, it, that's killing your 401ks. That's killing your retirement money. 46% of Americans now describe their financial situation as poor. Now, I've lived in this position. It sucks. I've been there a lot of years of my life. I struggled financially. Live paycheck to paycheck. We now have 46% AP reporting of people surveyed, according to the AP uh, Center for Public Affairs poll, uh, describing now their personal financial situation is poor. The drop in financial well-being was especially acute among Americans and households making less than 50 grand a year. Now, remember, the average household, according to the Heritage Foundation, is paying an inflation tax of Biden averaging per couple or household $7,200 a year. In other words, what you were paying under Trump, you're paying now $7,200 more for. That, that's a tax. And it's killing the American economy. And it's compromising our national security. 
Unbelievable. Now, now, how are we going to pay for all the illegal immigrants? Anyway, thanks a lot, Brandon. Wholesale prices surge 8.5%. Rose more than expected in September. There was always more than expected, despite the Federal Reserve's efforts. So now what's going to happen is the Fed is going to come back. Well, we've had three in a row, 75 basis point increases in interest rates. That's resulted in, in a 16-year uh, low in terms of mortgage applications, but a, but a 16-year high in terms of interest rates, and they're only going to go higher. So we're nearly at 7% for a 30-year fixed, and now we're going to be, what, at 8%? What's after that, 9 10% double-digit interest rates? We're going back to the Carter years. All of it preventable, all of it fixable, and all of it can be fixed in 26 days. The bleeding can stop. We can't fix everything. But Republicans can stop the insanity. That's step one. Step two is whoever the Republican nominee is in 2024 has got to win. And then we can save the country. It's a two-step process. Step one begins in 26 days. What are you going to do? It's an all-hands-on-deck moment. I cannot, I can't even begin to try to attempt to convey the urgency that I feel about this election. But don't worry, Washington wants to talk about Donald Trump and January 6th. With the upcoming midterms, uh, look, all of us have to save money. We're in a recession. Highest inflation we've had in 41 years. One way all of you can save money is by getting rid of your old carrier, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. They're overcharging you. You'll get the same exact service, the same exact cell towers, the same exact 5G network. You'll have the same number of coverage bars when you look at your phone because it's the same tower. And then you'll keep your phone and your phone number and the average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families are saving much more. And they offer more plans at Pure Talk. Unlimited talk, text, uh, six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's plenty of data. You're not going to need that much. Anyway, I'm a Pure Talk customer. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill. You get 30 days risk-free. Switching is done in minutes. All you need to do is pull out your cell phone, dial pound 250, say the keyword save now, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword save now. Put this money in your pocket, the exact same service half off. We'll continue.